Oh, hey, listeners, it's Billy here, just jumping in at the start of an episode to let you know that this is not a movie discussion that we're doing for this week. Thank you for allowing us our September of specials and mini episodes, but we're going to be finishing our Patreon Asked Questions episode, answering the questions that the patrons have supplied us, and we hope you enjoy this second batch. It was kind of a natural stopping point because we all needed a refill on our drinks and so we went to do that and then came back and recorded the rest so enjoy this episode and we'll catch you every here same time every week enjoy the show What'd you get? What'd you get? I got a beer. I have a uh, alcohol-free highball, oh. which is like a pink gin and tonic. We bought this just because. Sounds tasty. It's really weird that you can. It's still weird to me that you can buy alcohol in grocery stores here. Yeah, uh, mm, just like there's yeah. a whole there's just a whole section. And it's like right next to the like frozen pizzas. It's like oh, yeah, here it's like yeah, you got to go to the building next door. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same company, but oh, there's gotta a... Be a different building. There's All right, I'm ready for answers again. All Question, right. questions. Uh, I'll bring the answers. Cheers, cheers. Well, what is that? Cheers. This is a uh, alcohol-free cocktail. It's a pink gin and tonic. Oh, but it's zero percent alcohol because. You know, it's Sunday night. We're partying. Mm. So, and I'm sober. So. In more than one way, it's nothing to beer. Yes, <laughs> that's two. Okay, that's great. If I decide to cut this episode, this into two parts uh, because of length, then <laughs> you, you're covered. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to start. Like, there's there's a bunch, but not that many words that rhyme with fear. That you know, I just I got my work cut out for me. You sure do. Okay. Uh, okay. Next. Next question. Has your experience with making the podcast changed how you watch movies in general? Ooh. Like, I, I think this like, can be applied to like all your podcasts as well, Luke. Because you not only do you do this, but really, True Fiction has done movies. Full Spectrum Cinema is a movie podcast. So, like, have, in radio have you form. Tra- uh, no, no, it's radio a radio form. show. It's a radio show. It's different. Pardon me, pardon me. But has have your has your movie watching changed in the time since you started a podcast? Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, that would be one of the first things I would say about what's changed about me. Mm-hmm. I've always watched movies and enjoyed them and thought about them. But reflecting on them, nothing to fear as well as other ones. Just like how stories work, what makes for good writing versus lazy writing like that's something we've talked about a lot on this on this mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. is um poor writing is just artificial jeopardy versus earned jeopardy with your characters you know just saying that they're in trouble versus showing how they got into trouble or something like that mm-hmm. so i'm not like it would be way too grandiose to say that because of all of these podcasts i know how to write a good movie but i think i'd know how to write a better one now than i did before be- mm, because sure. some of the best movies we've done are the ones who, that eschew those kind of settled plot beats and points that we're used to in these movies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like Hereditary blew my mind because of how not what I thought it was is what it was mm-hmm. <laughs> when it came yeah, around. Yeah, people are you know? people are really losing their heads for Hereditary. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> yes, yes, a thousand times yes, it has changed mm-hmm. what I think about movies and just like. I feel a much deeper understanding and appreciation for the good ones and mm-hmm. uh, and a little bit more charity for the bad ones because it's some like nothing is irredeemable even Friday the 13th part 3 you know it had less offensive music than Friday the 13th part 2 like that's better so right. you know improvements were made so yes right hmm yeah i think it's especially like because i do take notes while watching the horror movies that when i'm watching a movie where i am not taking notes i'm just like oh like i i can sink into it a little bit more <laughs> and 
I, I wouldn't say enjoy it more because I, I really do enjoy it, like taking notes for horror movies and talking about it. But gotten to the point where like if I watch any movie, like if I'm just like watching a movie with, uh, you know, with Kelly and it's whatever I'll, at the end, it's like, so what do you give that out of five? Like, just what are we rating this one? What are we rating it out of? But yeah, like it, you do watch. Uh, watch i watch movies like more closely i think and they're not as just like something you turn on to have it be like noisy for 90 minutes and then you're done mm-hmm. and i think yeah like you, you yeah you're right i don't think it would be proper to say like ah oh, we can do we can write a movie now we can make a movie now but there are things i wouldn't do if i mm-hmm. were to make a movie and things i would probably try but yeah how about how about you mr Wan? so is the question is do i watch movies differently now yes Yes. Um. Hmm. I no. I do not watch movies differently okay. now than before. I think I still continue to watch them the same. I ingest them the same. I reflect on them the same. I think the difference is for the specific horror movies that we watch for this podcast. I actively reflect on them more. Mm, okay. Like I, like once I'm done watching a movie that we're doing for the pod i think about okay what are some things that i would like to talk about right whereas if i watch another movie i'm not thinking about those things right i'm not thinking about like oh i have to talk about this movie tomorrow so what are some things i would like to talk about those things are like i still think about things i want to talk about but like when i talk to a friend that's watched the same movie i'm like those things come up more organically i would say Mm. and Mm -hmm. less kind of I don't want to say forced because I don't think I don't want to think that our conversation with this about movies in this podcast is forced. But like, mm-hmm. I'm not they don't come up as organically. Sure. OK. Yeah. I'm actually trying to think of things that will fill up the hour or so minutes. Right. Like got to get that content um, out. Got to get it out. <laughs> and, you know, I think I think that actually shows a lot about if I really don't like a movie or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I really don't like a movie, I don't have very many things to say about it. Mm-hmm. and that's that has been noticeable yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah what like in the moment of watching the movie no nothing's changed afterwards when i think about it yes cool all right this is a question from jen another question from jen is there a horror movie or franchise that you refuse to watch i do not think i would like to watch the human centipede movies or the <laughs> that's the one that came movies. to mind hostile like, Maybe more yeah. likely than Human Centipede. Yeah, I could the, see my. I like, could. I could go. I could do Hostel if it was like picked, mm-hmm. but I would not want to do. Yeah, just, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. <laughs> <laughs> just the like the mid two thousands. Like part of what turned me off horror in general. I've said this on the pod before, but part of what turned it off was what was being advertised in the when I was a late teen, early twenties was like Hostel and Saw Part whatever and just like these torture porn movies where it's just like the plot is second or third most important behind how can we kill these people in the most disgusting way possible for like shock and and awe and that's just like uh uh the difference between being scared of like a jump scare that's about to come uh, and being disgusted by watching somebody like wade through shit or be sewn to another person like so those sort of torture porny movies is just like ah, mm. no 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 there's a movie that i think i would have to be very convinced to do for the podcast it's a french film called martyrs i don't think mm-hmm. i'd want to do that one because it's just so brutal it's just rough um, yeah and then how I, do you know you haven't seen it i've seen no, i've heard people talk about this one i've heard people talk about yeah this what one if they're speak. lying i've seen clips too and it's just i just it's don't just know like that it might not be the worth the price of admission like the merit gained right. from the art might not be worth what you have to see and then i think it would be complicated for us to do the i spit on your grave films because those films mm. are about vicious rape and then revenge murder and I think that mm, would yeah. the themes of those movies would be hard for us to talk about in a kind of certainly in an airy, breezy way, but also mm-hmm. like it just feels I think anyone can talk about anything with fiction, but that one would be complicated. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe I would be like past like maybe those ones will leave to the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> when we were really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, yeah stuff that, that that's like really, really traumatizing and like hitting close to home. I think, you know, there's some movies, I think there's like a pretty, I guess it's not really a spoiler, but I guess Sleepaway Camp, there's like a lot to do with like the reveal in that movie where the like the the main sort of final girl turns out to be trans and it's like a huge like everyone is just like oh my god oh and it's like there's so much around it that's just like uh i don't i don't know if i want to get into it because it is something that hits so close to home and like you know there's a lot of shitty trans representation in media and i'm not probably not great ones from 1982 Right, I'm like, I don't, I don't need to see it. the The world is shitty enough if you go online for ten minutes and read about what they're talking about trans people. That like, I don't need to have my fun podcast like wade into stuff like yeah. that. So, I think things like that. But yeah, what about you, Alex? Is there a, a franchise that's that's not Friday the Thirteenth that you would not want to watch? I mean, I don't know enough about horror movies enough to be like, no, I definitely don't want to do that. Like, it would come down to someone telling me the premise of a movie and being like, yeah, you, Alex, you really shouldn't do this movie because of these things. And then I will be like, okay, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. It's probably as simple as that. Yeah. Okay, I won't. <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough knowledge, but I trust other people's judgment, such as you two. So whatever mm-hmm. you two don't want to do, then we won't do. Okay. That's pretty good. Sink. Sink. <laughs> Think that. Think that. Uh, okay. Sweet. Yeah, you're you're welcome, you nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is a good question. This is from Anonymous. Has your relationship with each other changed since starting the pod? I think that we had a great sort of banter when we worked together, and it was always very fun to when we had to go to our monthly senior leadership meetings it was always like oh yeah i get to hang out with alex and luke because <laughs> you're working at different clubs it's gonna be it's gonna be fun and yeah we're gonna talk about summer programming and it's gonna be boring and we're gonna talk about practicum students but god damn it i'm gonna make some jokes and mm. it's gonna be great and so i think just like for lack of a better phrase having an appointment to hang out with my friends is fun for when you're it's an a, adult it's a, it's a play date right <laughs> it's a play date yeah okay right? like sidebar sidebar sorry i have to do sidebar okay. When did okay. play date become the word for play? Because when I was a kid, I, I didn't have yeah. play dates. I just went over to my house, friend's house to play. Okay, to play. Whitey, this is why, okay? <laughs> As an Asian, you don't just go over unannounced. You have to ask your mom. Not un- unannounced, but you phone, you phone your friend's house. Hey, can, can yeah. I come over? Hey, Ryan, can I come over and play? No, yes, no, okay. No, 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 no. I'm not done yet, Luke. <laughs> I don't get to phone my friend's house okay i have to ask my mom if i'm allowed to go and my mom will be like whose house are you going to i'll be like my friend so and so and they'll be like oh your friend so and so i've never met them before i'm like okay mom why don't i introduce you to their parents at the next parent teacher Mm. interview and then that's when they meet and your mom or my mom will be like okay i met this person's mom they seem like nice people we'll exchange phone numbers oh you want uh okay i guess there's no school on friday because it's a pd day because you know, you can't go on Saturday because you have Chinese school, and you can't go on Sunday because you have Sunday school. So the only time you can go is when there's no school. So a PD day on a Friday? I guess we can maybe make that work. Let's check our schedule and make sure we don't have anything to do that day. Oh, we don't have anything Sounds to do fun. that day. All right, let's exchange phone numbers. I will call this person's mother and ask if you are allowed to go over. Okay. That's how it worked, Luke. That's okay. why it's called a play date. Okay. Okay? Okay. I had zero so say things. in it. Two things. So fun. So fun. The first thing is that... I wasn't allowed to go to my friend's house without my parents' permission either. So okay. that that's, I think, universal. But also, yeah. yeah, if my friends were far away or their houses were far away or it wasn't, like, convenient or my parents had never met them, I wasn't allowed to just go over. But I'm talking about kids that know each other that now have play dates instead of just going over to my friend's house to play. Like, I don't, I don't remember the word play date. No, because you have to set a date. It, it's got to be in both parents' calendars. They got to schedule mm-hmm. this block of time. And well, okay, I'm saying this might be a cultural have... change over time because when I was a kid, it was just you phone your friend's house. Hey, mom, can I go over to Ryan's house to play? It's okay with his parents. Yes, I just go to his house. Yeah, it's not like hey, can I go over to his house in three weeks on the 16th? Is that all right? Well, I mean that 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 was also like a thing, right? Like uh, we talk at school. It's like hey, you should come over. 
next Friday when we don't have school. Okay, I'll ask my mom when I get home. That's yeah, but still I, setting a date. Fair yeah, but I never said I, I want to go have a play date. Personally, I have never spontaneously went over to someone's house the day of until okay, I was okay, like okay, old okay, enough okay. to make my own choices. Oh, okay, interesting. Okay. Hang on. So, so, but Alex, would you have as a child, would you have classified that as a play date, which I think is the root of Luke's question, or would you have just been like, I'm going to play at this specific time? Would you have called that a play date? I think it's like a terminology question Mm -hmm. rather Mm -hmm. than a, like, cultural thing. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have called it a play date. Yeah. So, so I'm just, and I don't like, know if because okay. the so kids I work with now, they say I'm excited for they? the play date I have with my friend tomorrow. Oh like, really? Okay. What? So there is a change in the children's vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Let's, I just see. Sidebar. I'm older than both of you, so I would have to <laughs> leave my calling card with their valet at the front door, and they would have to, you know, write a letter and have right. to. Send send by a carrier pigeon. Yeah, yeah. And I have to like get the scroll. I'm curious. You know what? All our patrons ask us questions. I have a question for our patrons. When did play date become how kids talk about playing with other kids? Yeah. Is it just like that's what parents called it and kids absorbed it? Or sure. Okay. That sounds right to me. Patrons, write us. <laughs> Respond to the ask us anything post. Ask you. you it's called ask you anything. <laughs> ask you anything. Yeah, sorry. Right. What, what uh, was the original question? <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway the original question was has our relationship between uh, the three of us changed uh, and i was saying that like as an adult it's, it is very hard to schedule things and it's just nice to have like an appointment time for hanging out i think i have learned a lot more about you alex and luke from doing this just from like sharing snippets of our lives and what's going on and i think that's interesting it's it's always very fascinating to me when a movie we watch sparks something that you share from like your childhood or something that's very personal because that's not necessarily something that comes up when uh, when we worked together when we all lived in Calgary we would go to Luke's house all the time for campfires those sort of things don't come up as mm-hmm. naturally and it's just yeah. like surprising in the last 2 years of like regular hangouts that you know what I've gleaned from y'all's lives and I think it's like it's just a cool way to stay connected I think that the very fact that we've now done this for a year in three different provinces is wild. Mm. And that's not something that a lot of, never mind uh, other podcasts like friendships. I have friends in Calgary. I don't talk to very much anymore because you send messages and it's just like texts and stuff. But like, this is like cool that it's mm. a routine. And I think that's cool. Yeah. I would say the relationships have expanded, but the nature of them is the same. Mm. Yeah. That's how I'd put it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel any differently about the two of you before, like, after doing the podcast as opposed to before. Um, Alex, I'm trying, okay? (laughs) I'm trying to get better. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, I think, like, what you mentioned, Billy, about, like, just gleaning more and more about each other on a personal level is feels more natural than it would have before, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, we actually have reasons to talk about things that have happened in our past or why we feel a certain way or uh, what's like emotional stuff. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whereas before it's like, it would feel weird to do that in the before podcast setting. Not that it would be unwelcomed. It would just feel like, Oh, where did this come from? Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's like, okay, I like, I can see why you're sharing this right now. It's because we're talking about our primal fears. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I I, th- I feel like I've said this before, but um, I really do appreciate the fact that it's so hard to stay in touch with people, especially pandemic settings. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think, just a testament to the, the positivity of this podcast that, you know, we we all live in different places and we're still staying in touch every week. It's and it's not cool like a chore to log on on Sunday morning and be like, Ugh. it's a chore to wake up and be like, Ugh, again. And then once we start talking, then I, then I have fun. You know, actually, yeah, yes. there are there are days where I wake up. I'm like, oh, my God, something I do this. <laughs> something you just said, Alex, was like interesting. I never really thought about this before, but like, I don't mean to brag, but I'm 35 now. I've made a lot of friends in my life. And yeah, that is a brag. When you yeah, I know how many but, can you count them on both hands, Luke and both feet. <laughs> When you make a lot of friends, like as you get older, this is just an interesting thing to notice about getting older is as you get older, you make more friends because you have all these different chapters in your life. Mm -hmm. But when you look back, 
keeping in touch with all of them. It just gets harder because there's just that many more to keep in touch with. Right. Right. It's a volume issue. Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about that before. Mm-hmm. How I have this chunk of friends from Korea, this chunk of friends from Calgary, this chunk of friends from high school that I kind of know again. But now I have all these like contemporary friends from the people I know in Nelson again now or, or now. Mm-hmm. And the number of people I'm not keeping in touch with just kind of keeps growing because you need like a reason to be in touch. And this podcast is really cool that it gives us a reason to stay in touch with mm-hmm. each other in a way that it would be harder to because of our physical distances right Mm -hmm. i do feel like our relationship at least i'll speak for myself like my relationship with you billy and with you luke i feel like if we didn't do the podcast and you both of you moved away but then you two are in town and we were like oh let's meet up i feel like it wouldn't have it wouldn't change Mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah Yeah, i agree like I i feel like we were at that point in our friendship where like if we didn't talk with each other for a year two years and we met up like it, things wouldn't be weird. It wouldn't be awkward. We'd be able to laugh and joke about... You know what it is? Every good friend I've ever had that I haven't seen for a long time, and then when I see them again in person, there is that kind of initial like, oh, hey, nice to see you. You too. And then it's just the first joke and you're back in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's that's kind of our relationship, right? Yeah. Like we all, we all, we like, we bonded through just joking about shit, right? And yeah. Yeah. And the mild, the mild trauma we went through at our job. One of the first, <laughs> one of my first memories of you, Alex, was you challenging me to eat steak for steak. Like you, I remember oh, yeah. I had like a, we, still, we still haven't done it, but we still haven't done it. Like, <laughs> steak for steak, let's go. Who can who can eat the most? <laughs> I was like, yeah, who, loser, what loser pays get? for all the steaks. Oh, God, <laughs> that's fucking. Well, you might say that one has some steaks to it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's high stakes. And I, no, that was years ago. Our cholesterol so could not handle no. it now. That was something for, you know, when I was in my 20s. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny, Luke? Mm. I'm now at the age that you were when you met me. I know. How's that feel? Oh, that's, cra- that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you, you two are old as fuck. I was thinking <laughs> about it. Like, Cindy, Cindy was 20 when I met her, a, a fellow co-worker of ours. And now mm-hmm. she's, you know, six years later, 26. And like that kind of blows my mind. It's such a yeah. Like adult friendships are weird. I think mm-hmm. like just by and large because they are so much different than just like the proximity of like being in school and and you know having play dates, right? Having play dates or going to play <laughs> or you know dropping off calling cards in my in my case. Yeah, I don't know. I like talking with both of you, and I always look I look forward to what you have to say about the stuff we talk about mm-hmm. and like totally. the horror movies are a nice nucleus to a sprinkler. Like, uh, you know, the the little grit in the the oyster to form a pearl around is like the horror movie and then like all that pearl is uh, just the other conversation. Mm-hmm. Alex, I'm very curious what's going on on your screen because there's like colors flashing and different oh. lights. Are you like watching oh, the show? Like are you playing a game? Yeah, I'm what's watching going on? How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm Mostly focused on this conversation, but, you know, we've been doing it for about an hour and a half now, so it's like... Oh, it's been way longer than that. Oh, honey, it is two hours into the recording. We're at 2.05, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that I've been caught, but... You're not sorry you're doing it. You're sorry you got caught. Yeah. It's because you're wearing glasses. I've I've still been getting quality... It's in your glasses. Yeah, I know. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Okay, what's the next question, Billy? All right, next question. Next question. Next question. All right, uh, this is another anonymous one. Most psychological or philosophical horror movies that we've done, I think. Oh, fuck, we've done so many movies. These are the the hardest questions because I don't remember all the movies we've done. I know. There was a time when I could still list them off in order, but now, no way. The one that, like, sticks with me the most just because of how frightening I thought the premise was was The Lodge. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, like philosophical wise, probably Lighthouse. It was also kind of long and drawn out, but that was wild. It was very protean. We said that so many times. Philosophical, I think philosophical, the Lighthouse. Psychological, I'm still going to say the thing because that mm-hmm. movie was so was, yeah. theory of mind based because it was right. really get like it. It's not on the surface, but once you dig at it a bit, it's so much of like what do I think, you think, he thinks. 
Right. right. And once you get into that level, and I know that we have a jokey bit of it on that episode where it's like, okay, Luke, enough of this, you know, well, <laughs> but, but that was the yeah. essence of why that movie was really complicated for the characters in it. It was mm-hmm. essentially like a really, really difficult logic puzzle based on mind. So right. I, and I'd like say that knowing one. what other people think, which is, yeah, that's very fascinating. And having done some more psychology, like the the whole sort of like trying to understand the contents and workings of somebody else's mind is a question that's been going on for yeah. forever and ever and ever. I think the endless was pretty psychological. Mm-hmm. If you think about just like what that would do to somebody in like a time loop. But yeah, I think obviously final destination. That's a big <laughs> psychological one. Hee hee hee. The others that was I think the mm. others was was a good one for that because it was just like what do you do with trauma and like how do the turning of the screw is such a weirdly one. too not again not straightforwardly but the strangers was really psychological because it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. messes with your sense of motivation you know mm. why are you doing this test you were home right so like yeah. the the movies that just don't give a fuck about the way our brains are wired are really like like rubber like well yeah this is a little different rubber wishes it was psychological <laughs> but like the strangers is scary mm-hmm. i'll give you like a real life example i just finished reading truman capote's in cold blood which is mm, of course yeah a, that's a great book. essentially a dramatic retelling of a real life event where these two guys just went and killed this family in kansas for like they wanted some money but it could have been any family i didn't read that mm-hmm. book and that sounds very scary yeah I'll take that back yeah. So I yeah. think the psychology of no motivation just mm-hmm. is very frightening. Yeah. Just the idea that no, you actually cannot figure out what this person is thinking yeah. and it doesn't matter if you do anyway because you're fucked either way. Yeah. Your was, your yeah. survival is just coming down to bad luck. Yeah. Like that's that's intolerable for our brains, right? That's so. unlucky, one would say. <laughs> yeah. It's unlucky. All right. Here's a kind of two part. <laughs> this is kind of a two part one. This is both from an. I think, I think this is actually from Danica. We haven't heard from Danica, so hello, I know, Danica. I think I know who Anonymous is. So this is. I'm going to combine two questions because we are. Well, that's not Anonymous first. anymore. Okay. Well, forget you. Forget you heard it. Okay. <laughs> so, what are your your top three movie crushes slash your horror movie type? Uh, I think I know this Luke's is answer. Definitely Danica. <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course, so, Sydney Prescott is on her own one. pedestal. Yeah, yeah. Erin uh, from your next. I loved her survival instincts, and I just, I like. I'm attracted to competency. Mm-hmm. I like. I'm attracted to women who are good at things, right. <laughs> which is a wide berth of things. And she was quite good. And I don't. I don't know. I mean. I think we liked uh, we liked Nancy. Oh yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think Rose Byrne is cute, so I'd say her from Insidious. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, for me, yeah, Aaron from Your Next was like number one on that list. Sharni Vincent was, she's yeah. I got a bit of a crush on her, especially in that movie. Kate Siegel from Mike Fl- Mike Flanagan's movies. Who, uh, oh yeah, the Hush was, Lady. Uh, yeah, she was hushed, and she was in like all his, all his, all his stuff. She shows up because she is married to him. So yeah. <laughs> it's actually a running joke. Whenever we watch one of his shows, uh, we're like, "Oh, we're gonna watch our girlfriend, Kate Siegel." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's good. And then you know, to to not play in the in the in the one gender the whole time. I think that uh, Fright Night, the Vampire in Fright Night, Chris Sarandon. That's just a handsome man. Colin Farrell, no. Just- <laughs> yeah, well, he's a handsome man too. But Chris Randon, he's yeah. just yeah, he's just got that that he just had such a good seductive vampire where you're mm. just like, mm, hello, <laughs> you're bad. What about you, Alex? Got some got some crushes. Hmm. Emily Blunt from Quiet Place. <laughs> yeah. Sophia Bush from The Hitcher. <clears throat> mm, okay, right. Yep. And. uh one, big One Tree Hill fan over here. Yeah, yeah big One Tree Hill fan. And uh, Imogen Poots from Green Room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about with the Green Room haircut? You still like, you like that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 did she I have a haircut she, in that one? She had like weird, just like bangs and then shaved like rest of her. I think, I don't know, she had like a weird. No, Imogen Poots, the blonde one? 
Who's Imogen Poots? The one that's not in the band. Right. The one that was in the room. A weird punk haircut. Oh. I can't remember. But yeah, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Off the top of my head would be those three, but I'm sure there's more. Yeah, uh, I can't remember her name from It Follows, but she is cute. Uh, what was her name? Well, the character's name was Jay. Jay, but yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah she was cute. It Follows. Micah Monroe. Yeah, Micah Monroe. Oh, Jennifer Aniston from Leprechaun. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. Oh my god, that's right. Of we course. did Leprechaun. <laughs> god, oh my god. Oh, and uh, whoever it was Lois Lane from Black Christmas. Margot Kidder? Yeah, there we go. Sure. That's another one. Right? Mm. Sure, sure, sure. None of those are good movies. Actually, some of them are good movies. Most of them were not good, good movies. But yeah. I think also like Jamie Lee Curtis in the first Halloween, she's yep. quite she's quite cute. Like that I can contemporaneously were I alive at that time, I could see myself having a big old crush on her. Yep. And now. She kinda kicks ass now anyway. Okay. Thank you for that question. Anonymous slash Danica. Oh, we only have a couple questions left. This one's another one from Danae. Who would play each of you in the movie of your life? Fan casting your own life. Who would I want to play me or who do I think would be the most realistic casting <laughs> choice? Yeah, that would be a... <laughs> Want uh, Sam want? Rockwell. <laughs> yeah. Realistic. Okay. <laughs> Channing Tatum. Mm, like, no. Maybe just because he's actually good enough to place people so different from him, probably Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> you know no you know what actually probably Bob, the theater. Bob Odenkirk I think Bob Odenkirk could play okay. me yeah. yeah okay I mean that's he's so much older than you that like <laughs> in what universe does he play <laughs> like maybe in like the movie of your life now he plays like the the, the you oh, looking back are on we your do, life are we having to pick like realistic casting choices for age too <laughs> yeah Okay. For age as well? Oh, I don't know, maybe. I don't know too many pick... actors my age. Yeah. I picked like, fan casting, and because I was looking up actors who are trans, because, you know, if you're going to have someone play a trans person, then you should have a trans actor do it. So I'm going to pick Jamie Clayton, who is, uh, what was she in? She was in Sense8, which I haven't seen all of. And she's going to be in the new Hellraiser mm. that comes out. Hellraiser TV show, I think. She is, yeah, that comes out in 2022. So that's who I'm picking. Jamie Clayton. Again, who would actually play me? Probably not her, but we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. All right. Alex, who is playing Alex Wan? Um, who would I want to play me? Yeah. Want Ryan Gosling. Um, <laughs> realistically. Think, are we thinking that's a problematic casting choice to have him play an Asian man? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay, you you sign I off give on it. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not Matt Damon though. That's that's yeah. that's a right. problem. Ridiculous. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. that's a problem. But yeah, Ryan Gosling. And then who'd realistically play me? Probably Hudson Yang. Mm. He's the kid from Fresh Off the Boat. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not familiar. So. No. Okay. I'm gonna look it up. It's, it. it's the Hudson. show about uh, Eddie Wong, about his life growing up. Okay. Yeah, I could see him play a little Alex Wan. Yeah, like before before one song a day takes off and ruins your life, like that's like kind of mm. what happens. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's ruined your life. Oh, interesting. No, I'm just saying it will. TBD. TBD. It's gonna be like a behind the music, yeah. behind the song a day. Hey, I'll I'll talk about it on my next podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you should do. That's what your podcast should do. Is just like going through each song that one song a day puts up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it as make my podcast as insular as possible yeah you gotta have a yeah. guest on you gotta have your friend billy i have a podcast <laughs> talking about one guy i do a different podcast with does <laughs> <laughs> there's a market for it <laughs> all right here's one more interesting question and this is from tara not about annihilation this time but hmm. what is each of your current or ideal interior design style which I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> Interesting question. Uh, um, as as people, uh, well, people won't be able to see because I'm not recording this. Uh, I like nerdy shit. I'm like a big old nerd. Give me like weird, quirky art that I find. Uh, there is uh, pride of place in my apartment. I don't know why I'm, I'm showing both of you because it's too dark to see. But like between the bookcases there, there is a is that line. A fridge? No, no. 
It's a filing cabinet. Oh, there's a there's a like a print of Jeff Goldblum, just just a print of Jeff Goldblum. It's one of my favorite pieces of artwork I've ever owned in my life, and I think it's a delight. So I definitely like quirky, nerdy shit and stuff that is meaningful to me, whether it be gifts or stuff I've found on my own. Mm. So that's that's my ideal. Luke likes the uh, the bare wall aesthetic of this this one <laughs> well, wall of your house I've seen. So, really true fiction, liberal soul, and nothing to fear. Podcast studios in my house happens to be in this bedroom that is the least yeah. um, obtrusive to <laughs> the rest of my family when they're here. Yeah. So that's why I record in here. But I think mm-hmm. ideal is like a personal library. Ooh. I am approaching, I think, four hundred books I own. So I have quite a few out and. One could say it's a little bit ostentatious, the showiness of my books being in the living room, like similar to obnoxious, but not quite as like in your face. Okay, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But I have those books out for, I have like fantasies of friends coming over and picking some random book that I have the shelf like, oh, I love this book. And then I have a a conversation that I love already ready made. Mm -hmm. So I think books, there's a great John Waters quote. Uh, make books cool again. If you go over to someone's house mm. and they don't have books, don't fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> good advice. Good advice. So yeah, good advice. I'm I I won't I I'm hoping to I I won't fail that John Warder's dictum. <laughs> if someone else knows awesome. it and they come to my house. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you, Alex? Uh, what was the question again? Architecture, interior design style, ideal interior, interior design style. Well, I'm I'm satisfied, but like, no carpet. I don't mm. like carpet. It's right. too hard to clean. It's too hard to clean. So much, yeah, yeah. So give me like hardwood, whatever the fuck I have. Laminate, um, probably. Yeah, something like that. I don't I don't know what this is. It's it's not hardwood, but it looks like hardwood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. What it's you mean. it's that thing. Right. Yeah. This is flooring. I think I would love to have like what Luke has, but like records. Do you know? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What did John Waters say about fucking people with records collections? Go well, for it. <laughs> put Barry White on? Yeah. <laughs> also, Make it slightly I... less cool, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. But cool. yeah, I, I would love like a, just a way for people to listen to music and share music that they liked. Awesome. Okay. We only got two questions left. Wow. <laughs> we got this. Okay. So, Alex, I'm, I'm doing something here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a picture in the uh the video links channel on discord so okay head over just me no i'm sending it to the video links discord okay but here we go all right do we do it do we send it uh send i think i sent it okay great all right so now alex we know that you have thoughts about infants and danica (laughs) has asked you to rate this baby Okay, where is it? I want to see this it's, too. It's in the video links. Go so go to text channels and then click on the video links. Introduction. It's where we used to. No, no video link above it. it. Video links. It's where we used to put the uh, like when we would watch it together. I don't have. It just says text channels. Then below it just says hashtag introductions. Okay, I'll put it in. Uh, click, click, click the arrow next to text channels. Uh, okay. Yeah, the little. There should be a little arrow, and it can go down. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's still just hashtag introduction. Uh, do I have to invite you? Okay, I'm going to invite you. Okay. All right. Because uh, I want to see this picture. Okay. This is this is good. What is your? Oh no, you know why? Because you had to do a new, mm. a new. Uh, what's your Discord name? I'll I'll bleep it out so people can't find you. <laughs> I don't care. I can be found. It's Chuckles. Oh, Chuckles. Okay. No, it's the Liberal Soul hashtag seventeen ninety three. Is it? Yeah. What's uh? Bel- <laughs> <laughs> this is great audio. And at the bottom of Discord, where it says like your name. Yeah. What's the number? And there's like a four four digit number. Eight. 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 I don't know why you're not showing up. Uh, okay, I'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna put it in introductions. Just uh, oh, just on, edit on, the on. channel. Make it permissions. Who can access <laughs> this channel? You are the owner of this. <laughs> no, you're actually the administrator. I am. Okay, how do okay. I do this? I, I, I'm going to make it not a private channel for now. Edit channel. Save changes. Oh, right, video you links. Be able to see now. Okay, oh, there video we go. links. <laughs> I don't know why it's a private channel. 
I there's only uh, there's only three of us in this Discord. <laughs> I don't know why I had it. <laughs> Wait, you guys are having private channels without me? <laughs> Shit. He's out of us. Okay, so now you can look at Oh yeah, okay, I see the All picture. Right. So this is uh this is Danica's newborn baby. Alex, please rate this baby. <laughs> Keep in mind he's not newborn anymore. He's almost three. He's almost three. How old was he in this picture? This is uh Earlier. I think when he was fresh. Well, clearly this is not a three year old, okay? <laughs> no, it's not is, that dumb. This is from uh I can't even check my phone because it bricked itself, but this is from uh, uh, Danica's child. First Halloween. And I think oh, he that was born mean, he, in like a month. He would have been like a month old. Yeah, a month old. A month old? Okay. So please, Alex, rate this baby. Uh, out of what? <laughs> <laughs> out of five uh, skeleton onesies. <laughs> all right. Danica, can well, I put this picture on first of all, social Okay, media? so first of all, this is cheating because... <laughs> I'm only seeing half of the baby's face, okay? <laughs> so, like, you know, there's some... I got to be able to see the full face, okay? But if I'm rating this half of the face... <laughs> the baby's eyes are open. Okay. That's a plus. Most baby's eyes are closed. Okay. Well, not when they're awake. Babies usually look like shrimps <laughs> because the eyes are open and... There's a little bit of a mouth openage. Yeah. Less like a shrimp. Okay. <laughs> I'm not about to insult someone's baby, okay? Like, why are you putting me in this position? Your baby's beautiful. Five out of five. I take back what I say about babies. There. Good. Yeah. This went perfectly. The honesty came through. Yeah. All right. You are you are no longer under duress. But uh, last question. When was the last time you lied? <laughs> last time I lied. Well, let me tell you. It was a... Uh, it was a cool, windy night. <laughs> it was three minutes ago when I had to lie about someone's baby. <laughs> All right, Danica, your baby is very cute. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's well. a cute picture. It was good. Yeah, I think that's also Danica's question is, when was the last time you lied? I don't know. I lie all the time. <laughs> I, I, I said I was going to give away my cat. And that was a lie, because I'm not going to give away my cat, even when he's being bad. I would say, like, kids ask me things if they can do at work, and I say, mm-hmm. hopefully later, or yes, but later, and, like, sometimes it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So in the spirit of the question, you're lying, right? Well, I don't mean it as a lie, per se, because if I have mm-hmm. time later in the day, yeah, we can make that work, but I often But you don't, don't have time later in the day, Luke. You know your schedule. Not, like, that detailed. I'm talking about day camps, like, yeah, maybe at two o'clock I'll be able to do this, but maybe not. This is kind of my point. Like, sometimes it's a lie and sometimes it's not. There's sometimes, especially with, like, younger kids, and I've been caught out in this lie since I've started working with older kids, but where I will pretend to know what they're talking about when they're telling me something that they're interested in, like Mm -hmm. a show I haven't watched or a a Yu-Gi-Oh or a Bakugan or something that I have nothing, I know nothing about, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Tell me more. And just like... (laughs) I get the letter of the law says that's a lie, but, yeah, but they're it's fostering a conversation and they are sharing something that they're passionate with. So it's like, all right, Billy, who's here, here's my challenge to you. Okay. And the next time this happens, go like, instead of saying, yeah, I know that you say, no, I actually don't know that. Tell me about it. No, I'm going to lie. We can keep lying. Mm, okay. <laughs> mm. Do we have any questions right. left? Well, me, I've, I've, uh, I've never lied in my life. So. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay. Except for that one. That time. was the last time Isn't I lied. Yeah. There, you go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I lie a lot, actually. Um, I really shouldn't. Actually, no, I, I do. I don't care. I have no guilt lying. <laughs> Unless it's someone that I care about and it's a topic of importance to them. Yeah. Then I feel a little bit guilty. But then after the guilt wears off, I'm like, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, I was not watching a TV show while we were recording. Hmm. <laughs> Sus. Okay, well, that's all the questions. Okay. Have. God damn, this was a long episode. I have a question. A I have a question. Long. Okay, you got a question. Here we go. All right. It's officially Monday. Has mm-hmm. any movie we've done mm-hmm. usurped Hereditary as the best movie you think we've done? And if so, yes. And if not, what would you rate as your number two? Mm. No, number two, it follows. Okay. Yeah. Uh, see hereditary was such a like i don't know like in terms of scare like scary 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 movies like that one really got me that was like mm-hmm. oh boy 
Oh boy, Hereditary, you you were scary. So nothing has, I think, been scarier than Hereditary, even though it's such a hard question to ask because if I had, you know, I don't know, if we had watched other movies earlier in the run, you know, it's like, would, would I have found Don't Breathe scarier if we did it earlier rather than later? Would I have found mm. It Follows scarier if we did it earlier rather than later? You know, like, it's it's almost like, like could i you know could i revisit the first 20 movies we've done like again like for the first time but with all this knowledge like no it's impossible so i think that in terms of there's only a couple movies that i've given five out of five to i think alien is one that i just like love as a movie it's such a good movie that i would put that like above hereditary a couple a couple of times but again like maybe you're catching me on a different day but like i i rewatched alien again just because and it's just like oh man I, this movie is so well crafted it's so like tight everything that like that happens happens in a great way and like the reveal is cool and like even though it's very slow like because it's 1979 it's like just so creepy like mm-hmm. it's not as scary as hereditary but it's just such it's just such a good movie so yeah, I think I would say Hereditary and Alien are the two best movies we've done. Yeah. But when we did our top five bonus, we'd only watched mm-hmm. 50 movies, and now we've watched about 70. Are there any movies in that subsequent 70 you'd put into your top five? That we've I don't done? remember my top five list. Well, I mean, I don't you don't have list, to look yeah. up, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I think I mean, jo- I... like Jaws is good. I like Jaws. But would you put in the top five movies we've done? Yes, I would. I'd put, I'd put Jaws in the top five. I think like, but now like because we're into like the, yeah, we're like 120 movies in. It has to be like, if we did another top five, it would have to be like top five scariest, top five yeah like, funniest, top five best. Like because that best, could also like, be different. Well yeah. written, yeah. So yeah, I think I mean, it's hard. Yeah, my top five. Like I'm, I'm not even looking at lists. I'm just thinking about what I enjoyed. So it'd probably be like Hereditary, It Follows, um, Alien, The Thing and get out yeah those all might have yeah. been in our first 50 though i think it follows us in our first 50 it was okay it and was then definitely what TV is TV. the worst movie we've done Ooh, Ooh. in your Ooh. opinion the worst movie we've done <sighs> i'm gonna commit to one house on haunted hill i'm committing to yeah. it. that's the worst movie we've done in my opinion i still think leprechaun i liked least <laughs> I think leprechaun was just like what is this movie this is like weird and nonsense and yeah i think i think i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with leprechaun house on haunted hill not great but it's definitely it's it's leprechaun is in good company with house on haunted hill let's yeah. say that for sure probably one of the friday the 13th for me yeah take your pick of anyone <laughs> Cube, Cube was like it was Canadian, but it was just like, oh, this is. Ever it's one of those things where it's like everyone said this movie is really good, and so it's like, You're oh, but it's. Uh, I'm disappointed because of like my my own expectations. So, yeah, that's what I would say. All right, any more questions, Luke? No, Alex. Any questions? No. No. no it is uh, it is past midnight, so you know what? I'm going to do credits later. I'm going to record these after some sleep, so I'm going to say goodbye to both of you. I'm going to thank everyone on the Patreon for asking the questions. This was a lot of fun. I hope you guys had fun. Totally. And remember, folks, they're just questions. There's nothing to answer, as <laughs> Luke's <laughs> Discord name. <laughs> Which is, I think that's what you're going for, right? Yeah. yeah? Nothing to answer. Uh, Nothing to answer here. All right, folks. We'll see you on Monday. Later days. Bye. Bye. Alrighty. Well, that will do it for our first ever Patreon Ask Us Anything mini episodes. Turned into two episodes by the end of it. That was such a fun time. We could not do it without the support of our patrons. So I want to take just a second to thank everyone for supporting this show. So a big thank you to Kelly, Amy, Brooke, James, Jen, Danae, Danica, Sophia, and Tara. Thank you for the support, first and foremost, but also thank you for the wonderful questions. It was a lot of fun to answer. I hope you enjoyed the last couple of weeks, and you'll be delighted to know that we are getting back into talking about movies. 
I know, I know, a wild concept, even horror movies. So I'm just going to do a little bit of credits, a little bit of housekeeping first, but then we'll talk about what we're going to watch next week and for the whole month of October. So if you like what you hear, it really helps us out if you go and rate and review the show on whatever podcast app you use. Also, subscribing helps, telling friends helps, and it all works to get this podcast out to more ears. So if you like it, um, tell your friends about it. Tell your family members about it. Get them to download it and rate us. You have no idea how much it helps. Those who wish to support us financially, we thank you so much for that. You can do that over on our Patreon. The URL for that is patreon.com slash nothing to fear. And the access fee is $1 minimum. But any amount you want to give up from a dollar up is wonderful and helpful and just sort of helps support the podcast. And you get to do fun things like ask us questions or pick movie themes. So head on down, join, 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 join. It would be wonderful to see you there. In the meantime, you can also follow us on social media. Our Instagram is nothing to fear podcast. My Instagram is design Billy and my Twitter handle is design Billy. We also have NTF pod over on Twitter, but admittedly I am bad at Twitter. You can also listen to Luke's shows. He does Really True Fiction and Liberal Soul that's available on all podcasting applications. He also does a radio show called Full Spectrum Cinema, which is available in, on Kootenai Co-op Radio if you live in the area, or you can follow the link in our show notes. It's all right there. You can also listen to Alex's curated music playlist over on One Song A Day, W-A-N Song A Day, all one word is his instagram handle and it's simple every day he puts a new song up and there's a ever-growing spotify playlist for you to check out too so check out the link in that bio as well and yeah that should do us for this september thank you one more thank you for being cool with us taking some time off in july and august to do some traveling and visit some people and it meant that we didn't have enough time to watch movies so we need to take a little bit of time off but we are ready and raring to go back into october and next week we are starting our theme is actually scary horror movies month so we're working on that and we have started alex picked a great one for us that we're going to talk about next week is a found footage movie from 2015 called hell house llc so check it out then and Remember, folks, they're just movies. There's nothing to fear.